Welcome to Unstable Topics, a trivia comedy podcast about all things facts, friendship, pop culture, and more. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie, and we're excited to enlighten y'all with some serious facts and not so serious reacts. Thanks for joining us. Three, two, one, fight. Sarah, are you ready for your fact? Sure am. In 1897, Amos Dobert discovered that if you count cricket chirps in a 15-second interval and add 40, you will get the temperature in degrees Fahrenheit. Stop it, really? Yeah. So if it's like 15 chirps in 15 seconds plus 40, you know it's 55 degrees outside. That's wild. So you count the number of chirps in 15 seconds. In 15 seconds. Add 40. Mm -hmm. And that's degrees. Yeah. We have, I feel like in Texas, cricket season. We do have cricket season. My experience with cricket season was moving into my first apartment in Austin mm-hmm. in college. Mm-hmm. We moved in during cricket season and it was like a particularly bad cricket season. And we had so many crickets getting into our apartment yeah. and it was like terrifying. Just three okay. young girls in their first apartment constantly cr- like trying to trap crickets and get them out of the house and they just chirp 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 and I was like I cannot is this what being an adult is because send me back to the dorm yeah I think you're right I think it is the fall because I'm remembering I had a doctor's appointment this past fall and I remember there was crickets all inside and they were like oh I can't get rid of these crickets in the doctors yeah like in the waiting room they're just coming in crickets know no bounds like they have no boundaries in life and will come in any type of facility into a doctor though yeah if it's on the first floor the door opens Dude, that makes shuts. me feel like i feel like crickets should have some respect they don't yeah they're almost as bad as roaches but at least roaches only come out at night you know well maybe the crickets were like no 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 i'm a scientist listen oh. count my chirps what if all crickets are just simply trying to tell us that yeah they're like i don't know if you know this fact but now that we've shared this fact mm-hmm. crickets will leave us alone i think so but also how random of numbers yeah it's almost like amos old amos was trying to just make it work he yeah. like, <laughs> he's like okay i know the temperature let's see what i can do to get this cricket to tell me the temperature all right i got it 15 seconds <laughs> And 40. The amount of times he had to try this to make it work. <laughs> you know, though, I will say, what a dude. What yeah. A classic dude to be like. I'm fisting this theory. I'm going to make it. Instead of like, let me reevaluate my my hypothesis to see if I could come up with a new statement. Right. No. Or instead of being like, maybe this isn't the most effective way to tell the temperature. Because also like degrees Fahrenheit, like crickets don't know Fahrenheit from Celsius. That's true. What do you do if you're in a country that uses Celsius as your primary temperature gauge? Crickets would be no help to you. No help. You know what? It's a multi-level marketing scheme because I bet you what he did is sold these cricket boxes. A box Mm. of cricket. Be like, always have the temperature with you. Carry this cricket. And if you need to know the temperature, simply step outside, count to 15. Then also simultaneously be counting how many times the cricket chirped (laughs) 
Then after you got that number, add 40, and there you go. Easy as pie. And like, it could oh. be off by anywhere from 5 to 10 degrees. <laughs> could be off from like anywhere from like 20 to 40. Really, it depends. If you count wrong, there's no telling. More importantly, when did a thermometer get invented? Like the 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 boiling of mercury to see how warm it is outside. I feel like that had to be before this cricket cricket it was for sure before it was for sure because that guy's like oh my gosh stop it already you know (laughs) you just use crickets like look i came up with this simple device you put outside and this little red ball rises and we'll tell you how it is this was a full 250 years after the first thermometer (laughs) was invented (laughs) okay so you know this guy was simply trying to make a buck He was actually, he just had all these crickets and like people weren't biting at his chocolate covered cricket legs. So he was like, okay, do you like the temperature? Do you like knowing what the weather is? (laughs) It was an early um, like weather TV channel. Yeah. (laughs) Like all day people would just be staring at their cricket. Oh, 16 chirps this time. Mm. That means it's a full degree warmer. Martha, did you see this cricket chirp? Weather's changing. Uh, Sarah, are you ready to react? You betcha. What's a talent you have that no one appreciates? A talent is folding clothes and getting all the clothes to fit inside the drawer. And no one appreciates it. No that. one appreciates it. People are like, there's, you're just folding clothes. Like, no, there's a method to this madness. I also can gobble like a turkey pretty well. Okay, do it. <clears throat> Wait, Sarah, is there a turkey in your house? <laughs> I can fold clothes and I can sound like a turkey. That is, those are some seriously diverse talents. Meg, what about you? Let's uh, break off a talent for me. Ooh, um, a talent I have that no one appreciates. I have like so many good ideas that I don't ever share. (laughs) And it's like, no one's asking me for my ideas and like no one's appreciating that I have them in my head. Well, 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 it's time to take a brief break from all these facts and dive into the facts of our personal lives. Oh, really? Sarah and Maggie will cut through the airways with heartfelt true stories from the week. Sarah, a fact about you that some people might not know is that you're an excellent baker. So I'm curious, this week, what have you been cooking up in that kitchen of yours? You know, Maggie, funny enough, I did make brownies this week. Because my son lost his first tooth and we had a tooth party. And to celebrate, I asked him what he would like for dessert. And he said, brownies. I'm like, great. I have a great brownie recipe. So we went and we looked at the brownie recipe and it called for four eggs. Four eggs. Uh. And anybody knows now, the egg. this is an egg crisis. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm willing to part with four eggs, which is basically $2. $2 of eggs into a batter. I look in the refrigerator. I only have three eggs. Oh, no. Yeah. So I tell Walter, I'm like, hey, bud, I only have three eggs and the recipe called for four. Why don't I make my chocolate chip cookies, which only require one egg? That saves $1.50. Saves $1.50. And he goes, mama, why don't you just find a recipe with three eggs instead of four? Mm. Well, I can't argue with that logic. So I'm like, okay, let's see what I can do. So I go to Pinterest, as one would do to find a recipe, and I found a brownie recipe using three eggs. And I'm like, okay, let's try this out. So we make it, and it's a little, it's a little odd. It's an odd recipe to me as a as a unprofessional, very hobbyist cookie maker. What and was odd about it? 
well, the amount of sugar to flour, it used a whole cup of sugar and a half a cup of flour. And I'm like, what? Yeah. And it even said in the notes, like, you can use less sugar. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to use less sugar. So we cooked them and I think I overbaked them slightly. I like my brownies to be ooey and gooey. And these are oh, more yeah. like cakey ish. Again, less flour. Mm-hmm. Walter loved them. Um, but I was, I was severely disappointed in this recipe and the fact that I was out of eggs. Man, oh man, what a special glimpse that was behind the curtain. Maggie, are you ready for your fact? I am. Cousins whose parents are identical twins share 25% of their DNA instead of the usual 12.5%. While full siblings share 50% of their DNA, half siblings share 25%. That's why... Through children of identical twins are legally cousins. They are genetically the equivalent of half siblings. Twins fascinate me. I am fascinated by twins. I love, you know, when they have those stories of twins who were separated at birth and then they both like come back together as grownups and they have some weird thing that they both like, like French country decorating or something. Mm -hmm. Love that. How crazy is that? You know, like, it's so weird that your genes carry things that you don't even know. Yeah. So essentially, if you were a twin and y'all had children, your children would be half siblings genetically. Right. They wouldn't be cousins. Right. But then, so then if their children have children, what's like the, when can you marry a cousin? (laughs) You know what I'm like? You can't marry your first cousin, but you, can you marry your like, your cousin's kid like you know are you asking you, me medically or ethically no i was trying to think like you probably <laughs> you wouldn't marry like your half brother's kids but you know like down the line if you have a lot of twins in your family does that mean that like you need to find it's even harder of, you have yeah to, you out of state yeah you have to be like even more careful random there is there's this documentary i saw on Netflix about a fertility doctor. I believe it's someone in the 60s to 70s. You see this too? Yeah, where, our father. Yes, where he was using women who wanted to be inseminated because that's the way they could get pregnant, but he was using his own sperm for mm-hmm. like hundreds of women in this one town. Yeah, and it's a small town it's too. It's a small so, town. So yeah, all these no. people are probably related the, like biologically. They're related just as much as the twins. cousins of identical twins are related. In theory, right? So you have twins that have kids. Those kids are technically cousins, but genetically have siblings. And those kids have kids. Those kids would have the genetic composition you would assume of cousins. Right. Instead of second cousins. And then those kids have kids, which would be the third cousin line. But then at this point would be second cousins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Genetic yeah. Twins. I think so. I think that's you how the math works. Like, you would have I'd have to, to write like, it down. You have to go like four down, four or five down. But aren't identical twins are like genetic too, yeah, right? Like they have, so, so if you have, then there's a good chance that like, you're going to have twins that are going to, you know, so it's just kind of like, I don't know, that gets wonky, that math. It does. You got to keep a map. It's like a road map or something. Yeah, I feel like it's, it's like, if you have identical twin kids, you got to be like, listen, you got to go track this. This twin yeah. goes East coast. This twin goes West coast. <laughs> And never meet again. Maggie, are you ready to react? I am. What would your reaction be if you found out you were an identical twin? Oh, I would eat it up. I would love it. 
so he first said eat it up and i'm like wait no you're not in the womb anymore you can't eat it <laughs> if i was in the womb with a twin i would eat that baby up no i would love it I, that's what i'm saying that's like mm-hmm. i i think that's so fascinating i think i would probably be like huh I have a lot of questions. Like, why did I grow up sure. my entire life not knowing I had an identical twin? Sure. Um, but you know, I'd get over that pretty fast just because I'd be so excited to meet the person. What if you met your identical twin and they were living the life you always wanted? Impossible because I'm living the life I've always wanted. They'd be oh. jealous of me. I'm the alpha twin. <laughs> They're lucky I didn't eat them in the womb. How about you? you have know, you thought I, about it before? I have thought about it before. Like growing up as a young kid, I'm like, man, it'd be so cool if I had a twin sister, mainly because I thought it'd be cool if I had a sister. Mm. I have two brothers and they're great, but they're not, they're not a sister. You know, you can't share clothes with them. You can't talk. Like they don't like to gossip. I have to tell them to call me. Whatever. They're great. My brothers are fantastic, but they're not a sister. So yeah, I've always thought it'd be cool if I had an identical twin. And then I thought, whoa what if i didn't like her and she's you and she's me i think it'd be easier to connect with an identical twin now in my 30s than it would to grow up with an identical twin yes i agree because now it's like listen we've lived separate lives we are our own person now let's just call each other get together wow we have similar interests wow you're annoying because that's what i would do Mm -hmm. and then you can separate but growing up it's like everyone probably compares you a lot Mm-hmm. But as an adult, it's like, whatever, we have our own identities. I will say, though, when I daydreamed about this, I would want to try that trick, like have her go in my class for me or, you know, like wear the same thing and like play tricks on people because I think that would have yeah. been fun. Yeah, like Parent Trap, but mm-hmm. with algebra. Now let's play What Word Am I Thinking Of? Beans. The game where Maggie and Sarah use their telepathic best friend abilities to try and guess the word the other is thinking. Maggie, I have my word in my mind. Your word is fish. Yes. Is it really? No, it's not. Oh my God. I was like, I knew it. I knew it. I could tell. I saw fish in my head and I said, Sarah's word is fish. It's not fish. It's not fish. Well, give me a hint. Okay. Do you, what kind of hint do you want? A good one. Okay. I'm actually going to give you a good one this time. Okay. An actual good one. I'm going to layer in some clues within my hint. This object is used in a sport. I'm trying to figure out what the layers are here. Object and used. I bet you can in hit a sport. This. I bet you can hit this out of the park. Yeah, it's a bat. <laughs> I got it. She got it. It was a baseball bat. I knew that before you even said out of the park. When you said object, I was like, oh, for sure, this is a bat. Oh my gosh, I'm so proud of you. I'm proud. Of I you, can't Maggie. believe it. I'm proud of us. I'm proud of us too because you know it takes like a lot of work to cultivate a friendship as psychically connected as ours. And this just goes to show that hard work pays off because someday you'll be sitting at a microphone looking at your friend over zoom and you'll be able to guess what word she's thinking just by using your power of your brains. What an incredible psychic feat only two best friends could accomplish. 
Thank you so much for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode, we would love a review, subscribe, or for you to share this with a friend you think would like it. Or all three of those things. You can do all three and make our day and help us grow. If longer than three minute podcast is too much for you, you can always catch an abbreviated version of our show over on Jam by texting Unstable Topics to 552266. And you can catch more of our antics on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok under the username The Monthly Junk or at themonthlyjunk.com. Bye. Peace.